Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Tuesday, August 9th. I'm Steve Baker. The Nevada City Council considers a proposed Historic Neighborhoods District initiative at its meeting this Wednesday, tomorrow night. More on that in a moment, but first we'll start off with regional weather. Nevada City Grass Valley today mostly sunny with a high near 85. Tonight, low 58. Tomorrow, 85 and sunny as the Nevada County Fair opens. And Sacramento today, sunny, a high of 89. Tonight, low 59. Tomorrow, 92 and sunny. Truckee Tahoe today, sunny, high near 78. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon. Tonight, low 46. Wednesday, 78 and sunny. Placerville today, generally sunny, high 85. Angels Camp today, 91 and mainly sunny. Well, this from the Union Newspaper of Grass Valley. Proponents for the creation of a historic neighborhoods district will make their case before the Nevada City City Council on Wednesday night. That's tomorrow. Opponents of the controversial proposal are also expected to address the council. I expect the discussion to be lively, said Councilmember Adam Klein, who had no further comment in advance of Wednesday's session. The council is obligated to take one of four actions, says City Manager Sean Grayson. The council could do any of the following. One, adopt the measure as proposed. Two, put the measure on the ballot for the next general election on November 8th. Three, decide to hold a special election. Or four, refer the proposal for a study. If the matter is referred for study, the results of the study must be delivered to the council within 30 days, Grayson says. The study would be paid for by the city. Known fondly as the Nevada City Historic Neighborhoods Initiative, the measure would amend the city's general plan to designate a portion of Nevada City as a historic neighborhoods district. According to the summary of the proposal, the HND is intended to protect the the historic character of the residential neighborhoods surrounding downtown. Additionally, the measure would add language to the general plan that requires an architectural review permit for alterations of the buildings within the HND. We would love for the council to approve it August 10th, says Daniel Ketchum, a leading backer of the initiative. He concedes, however, this is not a likely outcome. He says he'll urge the council to vote to put the initiative on the November 8th general election ballot. We want the citizens to make the decision, says Ketchum. In an email Friday afternoon, Mayor Doug Fleming appeared to agree. That's where the initiative should be decided at the ballot box, says Fleming. As mayor, I personally don't believe that the council should unilaterally make decisions like this that impact a resident's property rights without significant input from those impacted. And although the 27-page HND initiative does not mention it, opponents of the measure claim it is designed to block the implementation of Senate Bill 9, the new state law to increase housing availability. California YIMBY, Yes in My Backyard, a nonprofit housing reform organization, says SB 9 makes two major changes to state law. It allows homemakers in most areas around the state to divide their property into two lots, thereby increasing opportunities for home ownership in their neighborhood, and it allows two homes to be built on each of those lots, with the effect of legalizing fourplexes in areas that previously only allowed one home, according to the organization. Homeowner Pauline Halstead is an outspoken critic of the HND proposal. She claims even if HND is passed by voters, it would violate state law, thus exposing the city to litigation with the state. 
Halstead also suggested if H&D is implemented, it could be construed as a taking, a violation of the Fifth Amendment of homeowners' property rights because of the new architectural review restrictions on property improvements. Halstead further protesting the process by which this initiative came into being happened behind closed doors with city staff and the city attorney out of public knowledge. Meanwhile, the Nevada County Contractors Association says their proposed half-cent sales tax increase in Nevada County is the wrong tax at the wrong time. We request the County Board of Supervisors postpone its decision on this general tax measure and engage in public discussion. Please assess the economic impact to our local businesses, including construction industry, and evaluate the real impact on our fire district. They suggest a parcel or special tax with a sunset date that clearly defines how the money will be used. And they suggest the county issue a comprehensive list of how the money will be used, as the Truckee Fire District did when a parcel tax successfully passed there last year. Well, that Board of Supervisors' public hearing on that half-a-penny tax increase gets underway this afternoon, Tuesday, at 1.30 p.m. at the Rood Center. And the rest of the news. California's Department of Motor Vehicles has accused Tesla of falsely advertising its driver assistance technology in two complaints that could affect the company's ability to sell cars in the state. And a resolution to ban abortion in San Clemente faced serious backlash from the community, and the city council on Saturday removed the proposal from a future agenda. Voice of OC reports. And Bullard High School will require students to lock away their cell phones during the upcoming school year, but the initiative has parents worried, the Fresno Bee is reporting. And after near-record-breaking rains hit Death Valley National Park on Friday, hundreds of tourists trapped by flash flooding were able to leave as crews cleared a pathway through the mud and rocks, according to the Associated Press. And lightning strikes from a thunderstorm on Friday ignited a dozen fires in the Six Rivers National Forest, forcing evacuations in rural areas of Trinity and Humboldt counties, according to the Los Angeles Times. And the state's largest blaze this year, the McKinney Fire in Siskiyou County, is now 40% contained, CBS 13 reports. And with nowhere else to go, ski resorts have leased campgrounds from the U.S. Forest Service to lodge their employees. Birthdays today include jazz fusion drummer Jack DeJohnette at 80, as does comedian David Steinberg. Soul singer Barbara Mason is 75, actress Melanie Griffith turns 65, and news correspondent Chris Cuomo is now 52. Stay tuned for more great music, courtesy The Tuesday Morning Show, and your equally courteous host, Paul Emery.